Microphone check, mic microphone check. Yeah, yeah. Microphone check, mic microphone check. It's uh, us. One, two, one, two, check. We back. Microphone check, mic Your boys with your most favorite sport podcast to listen to. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Yes, welcome back to the Donald. And Donald Podcast. Double D. D. <laughs> yeah, we are coming to you straight off script, people. Giving you a brand new, fresh look at the things you think you already know about that's happening in the sports world today. Let's chop it up outside the barbershop, baby. Let's get it. I love it. Shape up and out, all clean, all ready, all shining. We ready to roll. Hey, let's, let's start off right here, baby. Uh, college football. All right, they, they call it statement Saturday, separation Saturday, whatever Saturday you want to call it. Okay, I want to start right here. Okay, this is where I would like to start. Clemson 31, Notre Dame 23. Clemson wins, uh, improving to five and four. What does it really mean? Um, not much. We beat a Notre Dame team who's they're good, but they give up games. Like, they've lost games, close games, all that. It To me, though, it showed – because looking back at the season, yeah, we're disappointed at the record. We're disappointed at losing to Duke. We're disappointed yeah. <laughs> losing yeah. to NC State. Who? <laughs> like, we lost to two basketball schools. Right. And it's like, where are we at? Mm. Where, are we, where are we going? And that's, that's the thing. It's not that we think we're a bad team or we just gave up hope. It's just the direction of what we're used to. This is scary. This is, <laughs> yeah. This is scary. Like, we're going back towards, I think, right now, this is the worst team than the Taz Boyd era before that. Like, right now, we're just not competing for anything. We're yeah. In race for the ACC championship, which for the past 10, 11 years, has been us versus whoever else they want to invite to the party. Definitely. So, Definitely. It's just a, it's a thing where, like I was saying, we look back at it. We've competed. Mm-hmm. Florida State's. 8-0, number 14 in the country. Mm-hmm. It took them overtime to beat us. Mm-hmm. So it's something there. We just got to make it all come together. So do you feel like with what you just said, did, did, did there's enough time to come together? Is it, is it enough time this left? This is a wash. It's a wash. We're playing for a Cheez-It Bowl again. She, I like Cheez-Its, though. Well, don't love some Cheez-Its tonight. <laughs> You know, not for a bowl game. I'd rather be at the Cotton or the Rose Bowl. Right. One of those. But, you know, it's, it, we'll take it. It's okay. not a losing record. It's not a complete watch. We, we should end up getting it to the bowl. Uh-huh. I mean, we got to win some more games still. Right. But uh, I think we got North Carolina coming up next. And so, they, they, they doing pretty good, aren't they? They got Georgia. They're, they've lost two two straight, two, three straight. Okay. they no, they just bounced back against the. They played a lower, a lower FBS team. Okay. Well, let yeah. me ask you this real quick though. Do you think uh, uh, Dabo Swinney's job is in jeopardy after this because this a it's a little type situation? Nah, Dabo just got paid. Okay. He just got paid, and then it's that I think winning those championships, being good for so long, I, one year is not going to get him. How many he got? I want to say he signed for ten. For ten years, how many how many championships he got? Cause oh, he got he got one he with got, Deshaun Watson, right? And one with Trevor. Trevor, he got uh, so he got two. How long how, how long has his tenure been? How long he been there? I'm not exactly sure. The but four, long enough to stay. Long enough to stay. Cause yeah. you got to think he was winning at least conference championships every year. Right. Where did he come from? Cause I I, uh, I didn't hear about him until he came to Clemson. He was in the Alabama coaching tree. Oh, he was somewhere under under Nick Saban. Somewhere down in that door. Yeah, somewhere in that, that range. Okay, all right. Well, it kind of makes sense. It makes sense. Okay, well, let's move a little bit forward from that. With the with the with the CFB, the college football bowl, um, no college football in the in the current ranking ranking. Now, now we it's I know it's like top twenty five, but, but let's let's just keep it a little bit smaller than that. Let's go top five current ranking ranking. Now this can change, we know, but right now you got Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Florida State, and Washington. Now I'm going I'm going to get your input on it, but I'm just going to run down these these five games real quick, and then we're going to have some honorable mentions and I need you to let me know how you feel about it. Georgia beat Missouri 30-21. Michigan beat Purdue 41-13. Ohio State beat Rutgers 35-16. Florida State beat Pittsburgh 24-7. And Washington uh, beat USC 52-42. Now, that last game that Washington-USC, I thought that was upset. But Washington is the high-ranked team. Yeah, USC's fell off. 
So I guess it's just Kyle, Caleb Williams is the only thing that I was thinking about when I was thinking yeah, about him, wasn't it? They fell out, and he's out of the Heisman race just because of the losses. Okay, yeah, and, and we're going to get to that later, okay? Because you can please keep that in mind, Heisman race and that right there that's going on. But you tell me about these number, these top five, hold it on to the five. This, this, this top five, they're the best five teams in the nation. No, okay. no question. No, All right. No question asked. Uh, Georgia, arguably, best team in the nation. Mm-hmm. Michigan, Second best. Like, those two given. Ohio State has that offense that's just, you can't, you got to keep up with them. Mm-hmm. They're going to score. They're mm-hmm. going to, Marvin Harrison's going to have a day. Yes. Uh, Cal McCord, their new quarterback, he's been letting it go. They're playing good complimentary football on defense as well. I don't know too much about Ohio State defense, mm-hmm. but from what I've seen, they've been able to come up with stops. Uh, I want to say early in the game, early in the season, they had Notre Dame. Notre Dame was on the one-yard line. To end the game, they got to stop to win it. Right. So they're like, that's why it looks good. Florida State's been consistent. Right. Consistent all year. I think they got the best athlete in the nation with Keon Coleman. Jordan Travis should be in Heisman conversations. Right. They're on uh, their new coach, Mike Norvell, I want to say, got them going in the right. They might be the new heads of the ACC. Mm. Just their recruiting's getting better. They found him a quarterback. He's hitting the transfer portal, unlike Dabo, who's stuck in the Stone Age. <laughs> and I think that's our biggest problem. With right. not, we're limiting ourselves uh-huh. instead of going after talent, just strictly talent. Right. Go get talent. Yeah, have it fit your culture. But go get the talent. If people want to transfer from other schools to come here, cool, we got some legacy players on that team that y'all want to throw on the field for whatever reason. Uh-huh. Let these guys who actually can contribute to the team, let them come in and contribute to the team. Right, right. you're not winning without the top-end talent in college football. It's, I just, it's just not happening. I got you. Now, I, take an, I, I know for a fact it was, uh, uh, you know, uh, James Winston at Florida State, mm-hmm. and I, I forget the name of the guy that was before that and everything. That he was he was a pretty good quarterback. Um, I don't know if they won a championship with him. But with the with these top five right here, who, who do you see, like, coming out and, like, going to the BCS Bowl because – uh, Alabama did beat LSU. Do you think they're going to sneak in? Like, they, you think they're going to backdoor anything? That's the thing. Um, the only way I see it is the Michigan-Ohio State game mm-hmm. is going to cause some reference. But I think if that game's close, you don't put nobody out of this top five. You, never, you don't move them down. They won't even flip-flop? I don't. Maybe flip-flop, but take them out of the top four completely, I don't. Because, you know, it's college football playoffs now. Right. So you're trying to get into that top four. Mm-hmm. And I think you can't penalize a team for losing to another top four team if the game is close. Right. And now the only other thing is Washington. Washington does have some good wins. That UCS is still considered a good win. Mm-hmm. The um, they, I think they beat Utah early on in the season. They beat Oregon. They have probably the best wins in total out of these teams. They probably got the best quarterback out of this team. The leader for Heisman Race, in my opinion. So, I just... It's going to be... So Florida State, I think, should be a lock. Georgia should be a lock. The Michigan-Ohio State thing is going... That game is going to determine a lot. Right. Okay, I got you. So, do Washington have to win all the way out to take and to break that four? Do they have to win all the way out? Or even if they do win all the way out, they still going to be watching the game at home? <laughs> They got to win all the way out. And that Michigan-Ohio State got to show enough to put them over. If the, That's what I'm saying. If the game's within a touchdown, maybe even 10 points, mm-hmm. I don't think that's good enough to take one of those teams out of the top four. Mm-hmm. Unless Washington goes and just runs through the rest of that schedule. I mean, right. go to the Pac-12 championship, just run through it. Like, I mean, not even close. Then there's a conversation. Like, this is the... This is what college football is all about, though. Mm-hmm. Having the top teams in the nation fighting the the tension of it all is exactly what gets you going. Yeah, and so and and, and that's kind of interesting now because not only do you have to win, you have to beat the right teams, and you have to beat the right teams by the right number of points. You got to balance that schedule out, right? You got to put you some cupcake wins on there. Because I've always wondered, I was like, so why are we watching a, a, a team win sixty three to seven? I guess at the end of the day, it means something. That record. Them games, records, and then just looking at the score of, oh, they beat somebody 63-7, and mm-hmm. then they go down the line, 
Somebody else might have played that same team and only beat them 42 to 14. Right. They look at all that stuff. They look at yeah. everything. Strength of schedule. Mm-hmm. How many of those cupcake games did you put on your schedule? Right. What conference are you in? Are you playing the top 25 week in, week out? Are you competing? Is all these games close? Because I think Clemson got a vote to get back into the top 25, which bad for me. I don't think we're a top 50 team right now. <laughs> yeah, I got you. And, and, I, and like I say, that does make sense. I know it's not the NFL and everything, but, you know, uh, Miami dropped, dropped 70, and I don't think that means much, but th- this is different. This is different. So I can understand that. So, so you know, I, I told you about the honorable mention, okay? Mm-hmm. With the honorable mention, you know that the, the Colorado uh, played Oregon State. Um, first of all, um, in Colorado lost nineteen twenty six. I think they did have a chance to like win that game, but you know we have to chop it up because it's going to be a story to the end of the college football season. First of all, what you think about the game? I told you that boy DJ Ugabadugi, whatever that boy name is out there, Ugalalele. Oh, the quarterback from Clemson who transferred out there to Oregon State. He's looked like he was a top two quarterback coming out of high school. Right. He's looked. Amazing. Did they let one get away? Yeah. Clemson? Yeah. Of course. Oh, okay. Of course. I think it was just a spoil of riches. We had another top quarterback coming in. We thought, replace it. And then he did have troubles that last year. Mm-hmm. He, did, he did struggle with interceptions, not running the ball like he usually do. And it was just pressure from outside the fans screaming for a change. Right and now, we regret that change. You want one man's junk could be another man's treasure. He got them out there competing, top twelve team right now. Like, right, he has them playing seven and two, and like you said, just won a big national game against Colorado. Regardless of the record, playing Colorado on national TV is gonna get some eyes on you. You go out there and you ball out. What can like? It's nothing to really say. Yeah, and and that's true. And, and like I say, I can I can definitely like understand uh, understand that, and I see where you're coming from with it. So w- with that being said, let, let's just talk about Colorado for a second, cause there's so many tangibles. It's so much stuff that's going on right now. First of all, they got a new uh, offensive coordinator, and that happened like right in the middle of the season. And this coordinator is supposed to be NFL type material. Uh, what, what what was going on because the, the protection still ain't exactly where it needed to be and I'm just kind of concerned man will Shadur Sanders make it to the end of the yeah, season I, I was finna say I don't care who calling the plays if they can't block the play ain't happening yeah. the play ain't going nowhere it's not, right. it's not a scheme thing it's not a that it's a talent up front you ain't got nobody to block you don't got nobody you gotta wanna block you gotta yeah. want to block. You that's something you gotta want. It's not you just gonna fall into doing. Right. You be the biggest body on the field. If you don't wanna do that, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna turn out good. And that's the thing, Dion said it. Dogs and leaders. Right. Everybody on that offensive line should have a D on their chest. Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. should have a D on their chest. You can't allow probably what, five sacks last game? Like that's you're not winning like that. And when you look back at it, it's twenty six nineteen. You take away some of those sex, who knows? Who yeah, knows? A- absolutely. Because talking about that, I think that it was kind of a little bit of a mistake. I want to make sure I got the right game because they kind of run together sometimes. But was this not 44 seconds at the end of the first half and they tried to take and score from there and end up turning it over? And then, they, and then uh, what was it, uh, Oregon State scored? Mm-hmm. It could have been it could have been a closer game right there at the end of that game, man, and they probably would have really had a chance to win this thing, especially with, that, with them putting up 19. And that's the thing, I think – Shador is great. Shador, NFL quarterback. Mm-hmm. But I think Dion puts too much on him. Okay. He wants him to make those magic plays. He wants him to be the superhero of the team. Mm-hmm. He wants him to be that star. But sometimes you gotta like you got other talent. Like Dylan Edwards only getting five carries is a problem to me. Okay. Even the running game, like I said, can't run if you can't block. Right. It's not. But, again, I think we talked about it before. Y'all ran the ball 11 times last game uh-huh. compared to throwing it 39. Well, you throw the ball when you're behind. Yeah, but that, that's the thing. So, you just – it's not y'all, – y'all weren't getting blown out. You wasn't. Not at any point in the game were y'all getting blown out to where I think you had to abandon the run. They kind of, I think they kind of panicked at the end of that game a little bit. And we seen Dylan Edwards break big runs. He's an electric player. And right. And use him. Y'all can use him as a receiver too. Mm-hmm. I think what four catches. Like that's. I think that's more what they're trying to do. Split it between them. But I just think you got to give these guys a chance to run the ball. 
That is true because, like you said, with that being said, and if they could could have got a little bit more momentum, you take that seven points off the off the board at the end of that first half, man. You could be talking something like overtime, you know, because they have done that and done quite good. Yeah. So here's Colorado's uh, next three games: number twenty-three Arizona, Washington State, and number thirteen Utah. Now Colorado is currently four and five. So are they going to get those what two more wins that they need to get a bowl game, or are they going to be watching it with us? You would think they could beat Arizona, but Arizona been clicking at the right time. Like everything has been clicking. That Utah game is scary. Uh, Washington State should be a game they put. So it's possible. Mm-hmm. It's a chance. Mm-hmm. They just gotta figure out both in the trenches on both sides of the ball. Right. Because I think they gave up a hundred and something yards on the ground mm-hmm. to Oregon State too by right. one player. So you guys have to figure out. I, I said. Every week we talk about Colorado. I've seen it from day one. Their defense is going to be a problem. It was going to be a problem this year. Shallow looked good. Shallow did. They, and they do I get mean, turnovers. They, they, they Listen, they get fumbles they and they around. get interceptions. They, interceptions. Fly, they fly around. They're yeah. athletic, but that's what I'm saying. You're going to – secondary in the back, they got you back there. Right. They're going to make some plays. Mm-hmm. They, they might give up some, but they're going to make some plays. Right. They're going to get you the ball back. They're going to – Defensive line has to provide more, more pressure, more quarterback hits, force them to make errors, things like that. You can't give up 100-something yards on the ground, and that's just putting y'all behind the ball because now they're running the clock. Now they're draining the clock out. Right, exactly. It, like you said, it seemed to me like they got flashes in the pan, but it ain't nothing sustainable. Yeah, and I, this year was going to be rough. Mm-hmm. You knew it was going to be rough. Next year, it should be a lot better. A, a year extra with these guys, uh, another offseason with them. You bring in those recruits that you're getting, and I know transfer portals going to go crazy again for them. It, it's a process. Yeah, so let me ask you this and everything. Now, this is a long shot. This is a long shot, and it's kind of a dark horse and everything, but do you think primetime is going to be there next year, man? Because, you know, that commander's job, it might be up for grabs. I don't think he – I don't think – if I'm an NFL GM, I'm not bringing in Deion Sanders okay. right now. All right. Not off of this, this, right. this year. Nah. Okay. Uh, well, I just wanted to try it out. Listen, how about the Heisman race? Tell me about that real quick before we go on to the next segment. Tell me about the Heisman race it, it, because you say, and, and that's one thing about it. Do you think it's fair? All right. So the team has to be doing good in order for you still to be considered, even though your numbers is is just great and excellent. The team still have to be winning. My argument to that is, I do think it's fair. Because my argument to that is. MVP players. Your MVP is not coming from a team who's not in the playoffs. Okay. I got you. So, why have that same in college football? I get it's more teams. It's hundreds. Some, you know, it's like 400 some teams, you know, man. It's some change. And they add one. It might be a 1041 now. UNCC you know, done. You know, I know. <laughs> UNCC is a D1. Yeah, so I get it. But at the same time, because what, what is going to differentiate what you did if it's just stats? Cadence Shador Sanders. Yeah. If that's the case, Shador Sanders has better numbers than a lot of people. Yeah. And he's on a losing team. Right. How do you explain giving him the Heisman? Yeah, I understand that, man. And I love to see him play, man. I just I just kind of – I hate to see him get hit so much. I do hope that they firm up that offensive line. But who you got as the Heisman uh, – who you got in the race and who you got as the winner? Right now I got going to New York, Michael Penix Jr. from Washington. Mm-hmm. I think Bo Nix should be in that conversation from Oregon. Mm-hmm. Jordan Travis, mm-hmm. and in my eyes, Marvin Harrison Jr. Okay, because he makes that quarterback look good. Definitely, and that that's a that's actually a long-standing kind of like unspoken thing about it. But your wide receivers can make a, a, a average quarterback look great. Amazing, <laughs> look, man! I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Who was throwing the ball to Randy Moss back in the day? Yeah, who, who, which team? Which team? On the Vikings. On the on the Vikings. Uh, you taking? Uh, help me out. You taking hit- too long. See my point exactly. Let's yeah, <laughs> exactly. You got him. <laughs> okay, I got you. So who you got winning it? Uh, right now, Michael Penix Jr. Okay. All right. That's cool. Well, that'll work. Well, let's go ahead and move on, man. I, I I need to talk to you, man. I need to chop some stuff up. Okay, I need to chop some stuff up. Let me hear. Can the Green Bay Packers please show some love? 
I'm gonna say it one more time. Can the Green Bay Packers please show some love? Let me let me tell you what I'm talking about, man. Let's chop this up. First of all, everybody, and I mean everybody in the NFC North made a move except the Packers. Well, what am I talking about? And our defense probably got a little a little worse because they sent Rasul Douglas to the to the they, they put they sent him to the Bills, man. And I'm like, for what? Anyway, let's get back to the NFC North. Now, the Vikings picked up Josh Dobbs from the Cardinals. We'll talk about that a little bit more later, but you see how that turned out. Lions picked up Donovan Peoples-Jones from the Browns. Okay. Then you got the Bears picked up Montez Sweat from the Commanders. And the Packers did nothing. Now, we got nine games left in the season. It's it, it, They three and five. Won their last game against the Rams where... Love actually looked pretty decent in that game. You know what I'm I saying? Missed that one. Yeah. Well, let me, let me tell you about it for a second. Really? He looked good. It was a 23. It was a 20 to three win. Okay. Love. He had his. I think his like his quarterback rating was like in like the high 70s, 77, 78. He was averaging a little over eight yards on every completion attempt that he made, uh, completing 20 of 26, 228 yards in a touch. Now, this was including the long ball. You remember, they was trying to figure out if he even still had the long yeah. ball because he was four-time throwing it in double coverage. But I put some of that on the receivers. Yeah. But he was complete, he completed the long ball in this. We had, a, we had a showing from Aaron Jones. Okay, he had 20 carries for 73 yards and a touch. And the rookie tight end, Luke Musgraves, had three receptions, 51 yards, and a touch. We can't be in a rebuilding year, man. It's just, hey, first of all, we don't even really know everything that we have right now with Jordan Love. So what are we doing? Yeah, I don't think it's rebuilding. I think it's more of y'all should have been retooling. Yeah. Retooling, bringing in more weapons around them, things like that. Especially, I don't get to Rasul Douglas. Y'all should have been trying to strengthen that defense. Exactly, and build on that, Not man. Because right now, y'all defense is y'all strong suit. Right. Y'all, y'all defense is what's going on. Mm-hmm. Win games just because you don't know what you're going to get from doing love week in and week out. Right. And that's the thing. People forget, this is his first year. Mm-hmm. This is his first year. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with Bryce Young, who I can't defend anymore. But same thing with Bryce Young. It's a learning process. It's a it's a things you've got to learn. Things that you were doing in college or doing on practice field, it's not going to work out. Mm-hmm. It's not going to work out. People, they all get paid millions just like you do. That's true because, like I said, I'm glad that you kind of you said that point about you know he he's learning and he's trying to get a lot of people. He been in the league three and four years. He done it. First of all, he has, but he was behind an MVP and Aaron Rodgers, a Hall of Famer, right? Hall of Famer, and also he was watching from the sideline. He wasn't on the field. It's only so much you can learn from watching. Right. You got to do game time, game speed, and make that do what it do. But like James Jones said, hey, listen, let them sling it. Let them throw downfield. Let them see what they have in Jordan Love. Because me personally, it could be a little biased, but I think Jordan Love is the future quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. The arm talent is there. Right. Some of the throws he makes is Aaron Rodgers-esque. Yeah, yeah. He, well, he watched him for so long. He makes them, and but also he has to learn when to make those type throws. Because mm. sometimes I see him side arming the ball for no reason. You had no reason to do that. <laughs> you could have threw it regular and been and good. You would have got there. <laughs> then you side armed it, and it bounced off the left shoulder of the defender. That's <laughs> not what you wanted. Nope. But you know, that's what I'm saying. He's shown. He's shown flashes. Mm. He's shown. He's he's not. Somebody, he's not a benchmark. You know, he's not one of those guys that you just mark off like we pit stop. Right. He's a guy you give some years. Yeah. Let me figure this out. And then if you don't, if he doesn't, it's just you got to wash your hands with it. But at the same time, he's shown, give me a chance. I'll win us some games. Now, this year's been rough, but I just looked at it. Four of y'all, what are y'all, five losses on this year? Yeah, three and five. Four of y'all losses have been by. Four or less points. Okay, that's that's just a hard pill to swallow. That's a bad cut. Mm-hmm. Yes, y'all got the short stick. Right, y'all are in almost every game. Right, yeah, fourteen point loss to Minnesota, and then I think the other loss 
14 point loss to y'all are in every game. Y'all <laughs> right. are competing in every game. The 14 point losses is y'all biggest loss. That was to Detroit and in Minnesota. Yeah. Two game, two t- and that, y'all ran into Minnesota when they was rolling. Right. When they just got it, when they was on fire. Division games too. Yes. That's bad. It's just a tough. You wish you would have pulled out one of these two point loss games. One because we did we not start two and one? Mm-hmm. So it, it was like, uh, yes, Jordan Love. We got Jordan Love. Come on, Jordan Love. The love is in the building. It hit a little rough spot, and all of a sudden, but it's like people so easy to to, to forget, you know, kind of like, you know, the groundwork that he's laying, you know. So we really got to take a stick with him. We can't just, just yeah, throw it away. You know, people got short-term memory. Yeah, short-term yeah. memory. And, yeah, uh, four straight losses is all they – they don't see the game. They right. don't see the scoreboard. They don't – they just see four straight losses. Yeah, and that's true. I can I can definitely understand that, but I, I I really think that like going forward, man, if we can get some of these these wins under our belt, and I'm just glad that he didn't like get that little sneak sneak benched or behind the back bench type situation like Bryce Young did for that one game. But to be honest with you, I can't even tell you who the backup quarterback is for the Green Bay Packers right now. Uh, Danny Atlin, I don't know. They might have let him go. No, Sean Clifford. Yeah. He, yeah, he pretty good. Sean Clifford, he pretty good. I took and I seen some of his talent in the preseason. But like I said, show some love. Let's see what we can do and everything because uh, I think that we still got some stuff to work on. Plus, the uh, what is it? The um, head coach is supposed to be a quarterback whisperer anyway. Man, you got so much stuff to work with. D- don't give up yet. And yeah, y'all got young receivers. That Luke, the Musgrave tight end guy, he looked like he's going to be promising. Yeah, you got to give him some time. Right, right. And another thing about it that I've taken like to address too and everything is that our offensive line is kind of hurting a little bit and everything. El- the Elton Jenkins, the Bakhtiaris, uh, you got you got those injuries and stuff that's kind of come, you know, just popped up. Uh, you also have some uh, injuries on the defensive side of the ball that's been in and out of the lineup. Our wide receivers and everything been banged up. You know, our, our running back, we just kind of got him back and everything. He's been kind of banged up. I'm, I'm just happy that Jordan Love has been able to stand in the pocket, man. Yeah. And, and deliver what he can deliver. But I figured give him the rest of this year and everything, you know, and say, okay, this is what we got, this is what we can improve on, and then kind of move forward from that. See what you need to address in the draft from free agency. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, let, well, check this out, man. Go ahead and let's chop this up right here. Tell me about the Raiders and, and, and Jimmy G. It, now, you do know that the head coach is gone and the GM is gone. And so is Jimmy G still on the bench for the Raiders, or are they, are they going with the backup? You, you Take it from there. What we got? Uh, I'm, I'm I'm not sure about that quarterback situation at all. I'm just going to be honest. I'm not sure about it. Yeah. You, you pay so much to get Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. Man. I don't – Aiden McConnell – Aiden O'Connell, I'm sorry. He's not – I don't think he's the answer. I don't think he's going to fix the problems mm-hmm. in Las Vegas. I think it was more of a culture thing in Las Vegas. Yeah, and it sounds like that. So so so, so check this out because I, I really want, want to know how you feel about this. First of all – Let's just kind of pull back the curtains just for one second. Now, when it came to Josh McDaniels, Josh McDaniels came from Bill Belichick. So Jimmy G was his quarterback Mm -hmm. all the way from there. And he basically pulled in the person that he wanted. Devontae Adams, he wanted Derek Carr to throw him the ball. That's why he went there. Soon as they got a number one receiver in Devontae Adams, which I wish he never would have even left the Packers in the first place, then you taking you ship Derek Carr off, and he's doing great down there in New Orleans. Yep. Okay, so Josh McDaniels got the quarterback that he wanted. But now you got an unhappy receiver and you got a quarterback that can't get him the ball. So then you take him, let's move up, let's move forward to that. Okay, then all of a sudden you take him, then you got all right, the head coach is gone, the GM is gone, and Antonio Pierce comes in. Devontae Adams said himself, he said that Antonio Pierce ain't on in the wide receiver room. He don't know what's happening on the offense. But he said a change had to come, and all of a sudden your number one receiver is happy again. They go out and put up a 30-point victory. Yep. Okay? It didn't even and like you said, it had to be a culture. Thing. It's, it's it's things like Antonio Pierce is a player's coach. You know, I love I love bringing it up because that's one of the best things that you can have on your team. Right, somebody who can motivate. Right, X and O's is good. X and O's <laughs> tic tac toe, baby. Know, it's good. It's great. <laughs> but you still got to be able to relate to him. You got to be able to relate and lead men. Right. Got to be able to lead men. And Antonio Pierce showed already he can do that. Mm-hmm. He showed already he can take a deflated team, and just like that. Bring him back up, energizing. But it was things that you would hear coming out of there, like Antonio Pierce said. It was a quote. He said something about, "We got to have that same 
drive as them New York Giants who beat the undefeated Patriots. Right. Josh McDaniels didn't like that. <laughs> they don't ever talk bad about my Patriots. Yeah. Sorry, sir. The Raiders is signing your chicks. Exactly. You don't work out there no more. <laughs> that's not, Hello. That's not your Patriots. <laughs> like, what are you? That was never your Patriots. Right. Nobody ever said Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, and Josh McDaniels. <laughs> Nobody ever said those things. Nope. So, I, don't even, I don't even understand where that came from. Right. But and then it's just you can't have that type of, especially from your head coach. Yeah. Like, what are you even? What are you talking about? Exactly. Why are you here then? Yeah. Well, that's the thing about they let him go, and apparently he got enough bad enough for them to do that because they still I don't know don't they still got a they they still got a pretty hefty paycheck that they gonna have to cut them. Yeah, they gonna cut them. I I don't know if anybody else is gonna be able to eat that another team or not, or he's just gonna sit home and collect a check. He'll probably get another job just. Coaching tree, offensive coordinator, yeah. or yeah. Something, something like, like that. that. But a head coach, no. I mean, we would have thought the same thing with Frank Wright. Right, he got one. Yeah, he he, he did. And 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 we and, and let me ask you about that since you brought up his name. Did Frank uh, did Frank Wright get fired or he left? He got fired. Okay, season. Okay, and so and so the Panthers thought it was a good thing to pick him up. Yeah. And, and they, they, they they must didn't do no uh, research calling your past employers exactly yeah because you sure do dig deep on these players before you draft them hire them you or trade them or you'll whatever find you a do tweet from two thousand six <laughs> when the boy was seven years old exactly and, but but now he can't get drafted <laughs> now that boy don't know how to play football but he can lose and get fired right and y'all think he gonna win coach of the year next year that's what we're going to do you know we're going to talk about it a little bit later because he had a meeting with them coats man and they showed. <laughs> And what, it, what what was really going on? But uh, like you said, though, how do you feel? Because like you said, with this and, and it being kind of more of a culture thing than anything else, uh, how do you uh, feel that the, Ra- the Raiders are going to do going forward? Is Jimmy is Jimmy G going to get back on the field, or they moving on from that for right now, or where you think they're going from here? If I'm Antonio Pierce, I'm not putting that man back on the field. Okay, there's no way possible I put that man back on the field. Okay, I got you. Just because I mean, unless I just don't have an option, mm-hmm. then. Aiden McConnell won us a game. Yeah, he did. So, obviously, I got an option. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just, Jimmy G, that last game, the game before, who, who was it against? The Lions? Just the misses on that, in that game is unexplained. Right. It's not, it's, you can't defend it. Mm-hmm. You can't explain it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what was going through your head. Right. You're an NFL quarterback, and you're mm-hmm. missing a wide open top three receiver in the league. Yeah. Yeah. How? Exactly. Exactly. Make it make sense. Do you do you think that Antonio Pierce is going to stay as far as head coach? Oh, yeah. As you, far as if you let him go, that's one of those. You same thing with the Panthers. Steve you Wilkes. Lose, you lose your locker room. Yeah. They, they've come out and said this is our guy. They they've said they like him. They want him. Keep him then. It's, okay. it's that simple. These are the guys that's going out on the field. Why not give them? The, it's not about you. Mm-hmm. GMs is not about who you like. Honestly, right. Honestly, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's about who your players like. Because because they, they already said that. What, what did they say? They said um, uh, coaches run the team and players run the locker room. So so if your locker room ain't happy, you you ain't gonna get that many wins either way. Either way, it goes. <laughs> they don't want if they don't want to be in the building. Mm-hmm. They not gonna win in that building. Right. All they thinking about is going home. Yeah. Absolutely. I got you. I got you. Okay, well, check this out. Let's go ahead and talk about the, the, the NFL, week nine in the NFL, okay? You, you know what I'm saying? Ha! Okay, here we go. You know what I'm talking about, them, them Eagles in Dallas. What? <laughs> go ahead. You just go ahead and kick it off, man, because I got I got a lot to talk about with just that one game, man. Uh, hey, Eagles best team in the NFL. <laughs> Heard it here. <laughs> okay, it's just being repeated. Eagles best team in the NFL. <laughs> hey, yeah, do you get it? They got so much talent all over the field. It's like, hey, what do you do? What do you do? And this was the best. I think this is the best you can play them. Right. They played the best you can play them boys. And, 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 and you remember where Jalen Hurts, they thought he was out because he got that low hit. Mm-hmm. Man, he took he, he dribbled over to the sideline. Took him I'd be pro for that. And he came straight back out, man. It that's a crazy. dog, man. He a dog. He has that mentality of just, I, if my leg work, if it ain't broke, I'm going back out there. Right, yeah. right. What was that XFL comment? Am I dead? I'm good. Yeah, let's play football. Let's play football. It's, 
It's that mentality. And then you got the, the talent around. When you have a quarterback who's just like, I'm giving my all. I'm going to give you everything I got. And then you put top talent around them on right. both sides of the ball. Yeah. It's scary. It, with that, oh, it's so much you can talk about with the Eagles. With that offensive line, we've seen it. You can throw anybody back there. Yeah. Reju- rejuvenation of DeAndre Swift's career. I thought he was going to be out of the league. Honestly, I thought he was going to be out of the league just because what was going on in Detroit. I knew he could run the ball. Right. We know how they treat running backs. <laughs> we yeah. know how they treat running backs. You have a short shelf life, and if you're not producing in a couple years, it, 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 more than likely it's over for you. Right. You're going to be either floating around or you're going to be out of the league on somebody's practice squad somewhere. Right. He came to the Eagles and said, Miles Sanders who? <laughs> exactly. He looked good at that, don't he? Looks amazing. I forget which game it was, man, but he didn't want they they ran like two hundred and some odd yards on the ground. He was he was a big part of that, right? Yeah. yeah. So so tell me tell me about the game, man. So let me, I'm just gonna go ahead and fast forward to the point that I, I really want you to talk about because you made a statement to me, man, a couple podcasts ago, addition by subtraction. So you taking at the end of that game, fourth and one. Why don't you take that field goal? Because you're down by two scores, okay? I think you're down by like 11. Yeah. You're going to have to score twice. So, I, I mean, I know you may, it may be all or nothing, but I just don't understand that in the whole entire league today. Forget all of those uh, th- those number people that you be talking about. I'm, I'm a person. Give me the points. Yeah, I'm a, I've am seen it a couple times, though, where um, late in games, excuse me, late in games teams have chances to – Say they're down 10. So you need those. You need a field goal and a touchdown. I've seen this, I've seen teams have been in position to kick the field goal. You got to do the onside kick anyway. Right. Kick the field goal yep. as early as possible. Right. And hope you get the onside kick. Yeah. Not go for the touchdown now. And maybe not get and it. Maybe not get it. Now you're still in the same position. And you got to go out there and get a stop anyway. You gonna, So it's just like. What and it's a random thought. I seen the Texans do something that just blew my mind. Talk to me. Oh, they came back. Yeah, they were up two six point after they just scored the touchdown. They went up two six seconds left on the clock. Come out to go for two point conversion. Nailed it. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? That doesn't. Why? Right. What does that? No, deliver. What does that do? Exactly. No time comes off the clock. You still a miracle can happen. Right. Long kickoff return, get out of it. Some yeah field goal. They could win the game. Yeah, penalty. Some they can. Right. It is a far, but it's a possibility. That's the thing. As long as you got a chance, you can make that thing happen. Why not kick the extra point field? Even if you go for the two. Right. I'm, like, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Go for something. And that's kind of you know what that makes me think of when you say that. It's kind of like now. When you look back with hindsight being 2020, the Miami Dolphins should have went for the record because ne- this time next year, we're we going to forget about those 70 points. Yeah. But but if, if if they set a record that game, even if they don't make it far in, in in the playoffs or go any further, or they at the end of the season, that's their season another, for the season, you'll remember that game. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's another, that's another random topic. Are the Dolphins really – a contender or they a pretender. Same conversation we had about the Lions. Right. Benefit of scheduling. Right. They've lost to every team above 500. Right. Those wins, all all below 500. Exactly. I get it. The offense looks great. Mm-hmm. But y'all ain't winning the teams against the team that you're going to see. Right, right. Exactly. Y'all ain't going to see my Panthers. <laughs> y'all ain't going to see us. Yeah. So beating up on us, y'all just look like some bullies. Right. <laughs> but now the bullies is getting bullied, and y'all don't know what. That's absolutely true, because what? Right after that 70-point drop that they put on, what, the Denver Broncos, they got beat by a playoff contending team, the Buffalo Bills, by 24. Yeah. That very next game. Yeah, that very next game. So, so from week to week basis, that's a... But people ain't talk about this. That's a big thing. Right. One week we go out, put up 70. Next week we go out, get 50 put on our heads. Who are we? Exactly. And I think it is identity crisis that they need to deal with. But when you say, I like what you say, who who are we? So with that being said and everything, who is, who, you, you tell me in your own words, who is Dak Prescott? Who is he? Especially as a quarterback, who is Dak Prescott? Who is he? Dak Prescott is misunderstood. 
Okay. If if I could say one word to what I think about Dak Prescott, because it's not that he's a bad quarterback. Right. I hate the yeah. narrative. I right. hate the. He's a he's a good quarterback. It is because he plays for the Cowboys. Let's get that understood. He's in the constant spotlight, but he should knew that going in. You, you know that, but let's, let's Paul honey on him is what he said. Let's stop acting like he's uh he's a I can't even he's a Jamarcus Russell he's a <laughs> like y'all are treating this guy like he just doesn't. Play good football at all. Like everything he does, he Jimmy G. Right, and he's, that's the farthest from the truth. That no, he's a he's a good quarterback. He's yeah. a great quarterback. Right now, decision making sometimes yes, he has that aggressive mentality where he feels he can make any throw mm-hmm. at any time. Mm-hmm. You live in you you take that because that also gets you some highlight plays. It gets you some wins. It gets you some wild touchdowns. Y'all ain't complaining then. Right. When it works out, it ain't, y'all ain't complaining then. Mm-hmm. Now is he? It's just bad because he has all everything's perfect for him out there right now. Mm-hmm. Only then I think. Only thing is, I think this is the weakest offensive line he's played behind. Mm-hmm. Other than that, but they still giving him time to still, throw. It, they're still a good offensive line. I'm right. just saying it's not the same offensive line from rookie year with Zeke. Mm-hmm. That offensive line was what the Eagles are now. Right. It's. Because the team should be in that conversation with the Eagles. It should be in that conversation with the 49ers, right. the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, it never clicks. It never gives you that feel like they're with those top echelons. Well, do you think it's because they don't win the ones that you that they supposed with to win? The, the big ones. Right, because they, I mean, it was a five-point game, but if, if it was a little bit more decision-making or a little, if, a, if the ball would have went just this way or that way on just a couple of plays, like, you know, that one play when that rub route on the left-hand side of the, of the field uh, as far as the right-hand side of the field, when he stepped out of the sideline, that's by inches, mm-hmm. or what when they didn't kick, when they didn't kick the field goal and 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 got the ball right back because the, the Philadelphia Eagles did not yeah, win yeah, on, yeah. Um, they didn't get any points on that next rotation yeah, that was right out back. there, they would have been right back in it. So now you're talking about a field goal, what a, a touchdown and a two point conversion, possibly a tie, some other yeah. scenario where they could have won, could, could could have won that game. But with that being said, of Dak Prescott that's not a, winning the ones that matter, man. That's I mean, a coach it's out there, McCarthy too. Yeah. So, so do do you feel like a winning season for the Dallas Cowboys will be their Super Bowl? No, no, no. They're not in that position. To, no, y'all can't get away with that. <laughs> y'all ain't gonna get away with that. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all ain't in a position to get away with that. The teams that get away with that is like uh, uh, if the Vikings scrape out of here with a running season, right? They Super Bowl. <laughs> the, uh, the Jets, like team, like the, if my Panthers, Zach, baby face will. If my Panthers somehow come out of here with a five hundred, eight and nine record, that's our Super Bowl. Sneaking in on a wild card or something. <laughs> I don't even mean the playoffs. We can just have an eight and nine record. I'm gonna be happy. I'm gonna be, be ecstatic. But you know, y'all got two months talent. Mm-hmm. Y'all should, like I said, y'all should be in those out AFC Ravens Chiefs. Uh-huh. NFC, it should be Eagles, Cowboys, Ravens. No, Eagles, Cowboys, 49ers. Right. Y'all should be in this conversation. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Y'all aren't. Y'all just aren't. And it's not a talent thing. It's a thing that we just know y'all aren't going to show up. Y'all aren't going to. Y'all going to find a way to lose a game. Dak Prescott this should have won this game. 29 for 44, 374, three touchdowns. C.D. Lamb, 11 catches with 190. It wasn't that. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't that. Right. So now what? Yeah. Every time y'all find a way to lose these games. Yeah. (laughs) Every time. Right, right. Even to go back to the Tony Rombo slipping up on and holding the field goal kick, tried to scramble. Man, what are you doing? Right. What are you doing? Uh Uh-huh. It's just, is it embedded in y'all's DNA? Y'all need to change that star logo up or something. <laughs> Y'all need to, it's something. Make it 3D instead of 2D yeah, on the field. Okay, okay. Well, check this out then. What about Martavius Bryant? He's 6'4", ready to go. He had a Clemson, too. They just signed him. And it, my, what, what, what about Martavis? We've seen what Martavis can do. Well, talk to me. Is this is this the red zone? Is this the red zone being figured out? Is is, is he going to be the Dallas Cowboys savior? Uh, is this is this the missing piece? I don't think savior, but they did, they did need another receiver just because Michael Gallup's 
irrelevant now. He's not. <laughs> I don't know what happened. He just fell off the side of the earth. He's just gone. Uh-huh. But they need somebody who they can depend on. But Brian's been out for so long. Five years. Yeah, he ain't played football in so long. Is the speed still there? Right. The hands still there? Maybe he can be a, a possession receiver because that's, ain't that what you need in the red zone? A possession that's receiver? That's exactly what you need right now because CD is your deep threat. Y'all going to feed him. Y'all, that CD is that. He's y'all ex. Then you got Brandon Cooks. Then you got Brandon Cooks, who's probably the most undervalued wide receiver in the league. Okay, right. Gallup, Gallup, he's a no-show. Gallup is he's, a no-show. And okay. then you slide in Brian. Right. Somewhere in there. Just like what they doing with Julio Jones out in Philly. Yeah, because he's on the field, and I think more than anything else, he's just a distraction, but it's working. He got him a touchdown. Exactly. You know, it's just it's have, have a legit threat out there. Somebody yeah. you do have to – you gotta respect him. Right. You gotta respect him. It's not just leave him out there and let him do whatever. No, you gotta respect. Him. Okay. So all right. So 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 let's look at this. Let's look at the whole picture on this. D- Dallas and the Eagles will play again, and their next one is gonna be in Dallas. Now, uh, you taking the Eagles are going on a bye, which we know Jalen. You know he needs that right now. And and then Dallas is gonna play uh or Tommy Tommy uh Danny DeVito uh Giants, which should be a wash, but you know, when they win that game, which they should win, they back Super Bowl contenders. So the the the, the Dallas Cowboys are not finished winning. But with that being said, they will meet the Eagles again. And so what do you see coming out of this, man? Because it, I, I still feel it's Super Bowl or bust, but at the beginning of every year, they in the Super Bowl anyway. What yeah, we got? Just, you made a good point. They win this next game. They're right back in the Super right. Bowl. Right. Yeah, of know course. You know We're back. Good. You know? Let's talk about them Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> I think, I think the schedule for them gets a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Who they got? These next three games is Giants, Panthers, Commanders. So they, they might go three and zero, four and zero. Yeah, the Seahawks. Then that's then they run back into that Eagles. Game. Yeah, and that's that's that, that's, that's going to be the tale of two tapes. But y'all got to win it. You have to. You have to win it. You have to win it. Even if it's not, even if it doesn't change playoff situations, our division leader. It, it's just a game you gotta win. It's for pride and confidence yeah, it's, now. It's for showing day. That's the game that y'all are here. Yeah. Y'all find after y'all had just competed with them, y'all would almost got them. Mm-hmm. Now it's like okay, they they finished the job. This team is legit. Mm-hmm. Y'all still gonna have to show it in the playoffs. Y'all still gonna have to play. But now for the rest of the regular season, people might you know give you more leeway. Mm-hmm. More okay. They they won the big one. They, but how much will it mean? Because how how close to the end of the regular season is that game? Because how many how many games is it before? Like they got four after that. Oh, four after that. Mm-hmm. Okay, well I don't know. So, will anybody have a playoff spot locked up by then or no? Uh, Try to play a couple more. Probably probably the Eagles. Yeah, they're probably yeah they probably have it uh, locked probably up home Eagles. field advantage or something yeah. by then. Okay, well that well that's cool. Well we're gonna see uh what what happens and everything. You know everybody's gonna keep a close watch and eye on America's team. But let me let me go let's go in a different direction for a, a quick little second. How about Eric B? No, I'm talking about the Eric B for the offensive coordinators of the Washington Commanders. He got Sam Howell looking great. Top two passing yards. Okay, now Ron Rivera, that's that's a different story. But you know, ain't a whole lot being said. But you know, they talk. Do you think that he may be moving into a possible head coaching role? You got new management. He should have got one last year. Right, but now you got Magic Johnson is is on is on that board of trustees or whatever yeah, you want to call Ron it. Rivera's getting that. Ron Rivera's in the hot seat. Right. So do do you think because? It's a situation where Eric B could be like looking at maybe taking over. If they do, if they do get rid of Ron, if that's the thing that they're gonna do, I believe so. Well, what, okay, so so what about the um the situation as far as Bill Belichick? He he's staying uh, in New England then, right? He should. Just, but they just signed you to an extension. I yeah. just don't understand why you would do that and then move him. That don't make wrong. sense. He should just get him get rid of Mac Jones. Yeah, they say Mac Jones is uncomfortable. Yeah, get rid of Mac Jones. They say you can't tell him nothing. And I think that's that. I'm from Alabama. I'm a championship. I won in Alabama. <laughs> I'm, I'm this. I'm, you know, he came in had a decent rookie year. I think it just got he just got too comfortable. Like he. 
I think they took a risk on him by taking him in the first place oh. because when they took him and everything, he came into the league with a brace, with a brace on his knee. Yeah, he he came in with a brace on his I knee. Think he was a first round quarterback anyway. Right. Um, so um, they t- they took a gamble on him in, from the, yeah, from the from jump. The but that's the thing. That's why I said he. Came in with that chip on the show. Right. Coming out of Alabama, winning the championship, he wasn't talked like a, he wasn't talked about as a first round quarterback. Right. They seen something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They seen something. Mm-hmm. Brought him in. He did outplay expectations that first year. Mm-hmm. They thought they had something. Mm-hmm. There's been a garbage fire after that. Yeah, dumpster. Hey, so but all right, so check this out. But let's not forget about this. You know, Matt Carroll from the Panthers is is is, is on their roster. And so you know, I, I you you know, first of all, Bill Belichick is a mastermind. Man, he might be already you know Have coaching up Matt Carroll to take the take the got, rings on his pony. Bailey, Bailey Zapp too. Exactly. So so I think Mac Jones was just this season here, and then after that, it's like let's let's see what we can really do because and then they should have a high draft pick mm-hmm. with those quarterbacks coming out next year. Mm-hmm. There's no telling. Yeah. Yeah, you got Caleb Williams coming out, Michael Penix, Bo Nix, Drake May. How old is Bo Nix? Bo Nix about twenty six. Oh, I thought it was about forty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's been playing. Yeah. Eight years. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Well, well, so check this out. So we we gonna keep an eye on that as well. You know, shout out to Eric B. Uh, keep doing what you're doing, bro. All right. So you know the Dolphins and the Chiefs. Now the Chiefs are still winning ugly, but the Chiefs are still winning. All right, and they beat the Dolphins, which they thought was going to be a more competitive game. Dropped the ball. That game kind of ended a little weird. Yeah. But it's like you you cannot, under any circumstances, count out the Chiefs. So does, what does that mean? What does that game mean to you, the Dolphins-Chiefs game? That they're still the, the team to beat yeah. out in the AFC. Yeah. You know, as far as NFL-wise. As right. As far as the, what the narrative is. Mm-hmm. Me, personally, the mm-hmm. team to beat is Baltimore. Yeah. They're the best team wholly mm-hmm. in the AFC. Right. On both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. Now, with the Chiefs, they actually have what they didn't have on all those Super Bowl runs. A great defense. Yeah, yeah Chris Jones, they needed him. Jerry Sneed out there. Like yeah. Trent McDuff. They have a great defense. Right. Which is only scarier with the Chiefs. Well, yeah. We know what that offense can do. Yeah. Now they don't have to put up 30, 40 points. We can depend on our defense to hold you guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because uh, Pat, Patrick Mahomes said, hey, this is one of the best defenses you've ever played with. He said, he said, he said, I'm going to get the offense right. Kelsey said the same thing. We're going to get the offense right, but the defense is already there. The yeah. offense got to catch up. We did that for that to be the situation in Kansas City. Yeah. Should scare the rest of the league. Exactly, right. Should scare the – if the it, offense is the only thing they worried about, they not worried about nothing. Right. If you want to be, they not. We know what they can do. Exactly, seen it. And then they're getting back pieces. They brought back McCole Harmon. Mm-hmm. They are. They're going to use Sky Moore. Like they have some pieces out there. Right. Isaiah Pacheco came out of nowhere. Yeah. These last couple balling. Ball like we're not worried about that offense. Right. Now that they have a defense who's one of the best in the league. Mm-hmm. How do you beat this Kansas City Chiefs team when they're clicking? Exactly. Y'all are, they got to beat themselves. I definitely feel like they're going to be playing their best football at the end of, at the, the, season, end of the season, which is where you got to play it. last two games leading into the playoffs, we're going to see some. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I, I'm excited about it, man. Hey, listen, so check this out. You know that the Texans and the Bucks basically just had an offensive juggernaut of a game. C.J. Stroud, man, what five touchdowns, five hundred yards, something like that. Yeah, four, four seventy. Yeah, so, so what, what, what you, what you think, offensive player of the year? Yeah. I mean, rookie, rookie, rookie of the year. Rookie. I mean, he might have a, he might have a conversation for player of the year. Yeah, but rookie definitely, not even close. I Puka, got you. Puka out there, the receiver for the Rams. Yeah, he had a conversation earlier. Uh huh. But his production has slowed down just with Cooper Cup coming back. Right. I don't. I don't see anybody who can't. Bijan. I don't know what they doing out there in Atlanta. They just not giving him the ball. What is the problem? First of all, when it came to Bijan, when it came to Bijan Robinson, man, in, in those first couple of games, I was like, this dude cannot be stopped. He, he was every highlight on the NFL. Right. Every he was everywhere in the NFL. Yeah. The Toy Story game. I remember. He I watched some of that. I switched. I switched to the real game. Yeah, I but, to the, I but I did start. I tried. I tried. I tried. <laughs> I tried. I tried. But they were having like technical difficulties. It was too. kind of I, sluggish. I was like, yeah, let me get off. This. But I'm a Toy Story fan. Yeah, Don't I get me wrong. Try. But, uh, <laughs> 
they were showing highlights from that. Like the jukes in that look clean. The boy is just a juke. He's a joystick for real. Right, right. What, what? was it, Dante? Dante Hall. Or Dante Hall from the Kansas City Chiefs but, that time? Um, it's just, yeah, offensive rookie of the year by far. Not even close. Yeah. Uh, other than CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud. Uh-huh. You can throw like Jordan Addison in there. Mm-hmm. He's having a great year for the Vikings. He is. Um, and then I don't think nobody else had just done enough. Right. Especially as a quarterback. No, 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 Bryce Young. <laughs> okay, let's move on. I wish y'all could see my face. <laughs> okay, listen, check this out. The Bills picked up Leonard Fournette. Mean anything? Yeah. What do you mean? Leonard Fournette's going to get you a lot of those short situations. Mm-hmm. It'd be goal line, fourth and two, fourth and one. I think that's what they brought him in for because they do have James Cook. Right. Who should be there. First, second running back. First, mm-hmm. second down running back. I think Leonard Fournette's coming in to be that third down. Okay. Short situation, yardage, things like that. Okay. All right. Well, that's cool. That's cool. Well, listen, you know we got to jump to your Panthers. Yes. So, so you know, this Panthers-Colts game. Okay. Yeah, they did lose. But first of all, it's a couple things you got to know about. First of all, Frank used to coach him. So, they came in with a chip on the shoulder saying, first of all, I doubt, I don't care if they put the kick at quarterback. You know, he. I don't think that the Panthers was going to win this game. But at the same time, Bryce Young's three interceptions, two by the same person with K. Moore the second. Did not help. Did not help. And also, they said that Bryce Young was held check with the, with a standard blitz. That means that the front four put enough pressure on him, which means that the offensive line is not helping him. Plus, that he don't really got nobody to throw it to, no separation. So, he could just be a rookie having a rookie season. But what you feel about this game? Rookie having a rookie season, but also in the worst situation possible. Yeah. I think he's in the worst situation possible. Let's flip-flop. If C.J. Stroud was in Bryce Young's position, do you think it would no. be any different? No. Because perfect example, these these two games, the C.J. Stroud-Bucks game, Bryce Young against uh, Indianapolis, shows exactly why. If you watch the Bryce Young game, a lot of plays he was throwing with somebody in his face. Somebody directly in his face. Yeah. C.J. Stroud was able to move around in the pocket, step up, hit those deep throws. That last drive, magnificent from C.J. Stroud. Don't get not taking nothing away from him because you still have to make the throws, be aware, savvy enough to spike the ball, call it, all that, get it to the side, all those things, not taking away from him. But the blocking on that drive. You C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young? C.J. Strouds. Okay. The blocking on that last drive yeah. was perfect. Yeah. Perfect pockets. Perfect. It broke down and he had like options. Yeah. Check it down here. When you watch the Panthers play, right. it just looks so disoriented. It looks like a cluster. Yeah, <laughs> looks, yeah. One of those. Like, it <laughs> just looks like a mess. You yeah. got players standing around looking, not like not being involved in the game. Offensive line can't block. Icky has took a regression after a year of being like, I thought we had a Trent Williams coming into. Icky looked great as a rookie. Right. This year, he couldn't, man, it just, and it starts up front. Same thing we said about, it starts up front. Right. You can't begin a play if they're not blocking. Mm-hmm. And then we did draft the shorter guy. He's He needs a good offensive line. Yeah, but they didn't. They, they didn't. But they didn't. You know, they didn't draft him for his height. They 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 draft no, him just, for his thinking ability. Yeah, I'm just saying, as far as he's gonna need to be protected, though. That is true. With people in his face, it's only making his job hard. And if he has a cleaner pocket to throw from, but they ain't even moving the pocket no, right now. Not at all. That's another thing. They don't. They don't roll him out at all. Yeah. You would think he's standing at six six. Exactly, and he ain't. Well, okay. So with that being said, you have a situation also like the defense is starting to hurt now. Brian Burns is going to be out. Uh, you taking what? Well, C.J. Henry. What's the uh, J.C. Horn's gone? J.C. Horn, Xavier Woods, Von Bell, Shaq. Tom. It's all over the field. Yeah. So now you, even if you do get some sort of a lead, it's going to be hard to keep it's it. Be hard, and that's what defense has been keeping us in the games that we've been closing. Right. Exactly. It's been all defense. Yeah. So it's just it, the season is what it is, and that's fine, and I'm okay with that. So do, you you have not lost confidence in Bryce Young, have you? Is it just still like we just said, a rookie having a rookie, rookie season? Having a rookie situation, and just coaching wise has to be better. You, yeah. you guys have to put him in a better position. And, and I'm glad that you said something about that because this is this is my next question about that. Frank Rich was calling the, the offensive plays. 
He gave to Thomas Brown. Thomas Brown won that game. You know, winning fixed a lot of things. They was even say, you know, Thomas Brown for possibly a, a, co- a coach head coaching job or somewhere else. But is this a scapegoat, or are they really trying to take and make something happen and everything and build on something? I mean, that's the thing. Um, even the game they won, Frank Reich was giving him plays to call. What's the point? Because What's the point? Take it, please. Somebody take his head. At the, at the end, where we are. Uh, when we had that drive to kick that game winning field goal against Houston, yeah, he it's clips out there where it was mic'd up. He's saying, "Run, run, run the screen." He ran it, gave it to him again, ran it again. Then he said, "Then he finally went." It's your choice. I, I'm trusting you. Whatever you. No, you, you're not trusting me. If you still tell me what to do, that kind of feel like it was kind of the same situation where Ron Rivera was telling Eric, Eric B. Mm-hmm. what what to do in Washington. Yep. Man, I, that's the thing. Why, why bring these guys in and not let them do their job? So the Panthers still going Frank Rich next year as head coach? I, I, I don't see how. I Can't be, don't man. Can't, I don't think they should have never got rid of uh, Steve Wilkes, but that's, oh, that's, that's another day. That's another they day. So let me ask you this. Okay, Thursday night football. Okay, it's the, it's the, it's the bad against the worst. You got the Panthers, the 1-7 Panthers going against the 2-7 uh, Bears. So so you go ahead and give me your spiel on that. DJ Moore's back. Badgent, don't a lot of, not a lot of tape on them. Yeah. And also the Bears hold the Packer the Panthers pick in the draft, so it would behoove them to actually for the Panthers to win. I was just gonna say this we we gotta make it sting a little bit. <laughs> we gotta make it ouch. We gotta make it sting. Ouch. ouch. Like, <laughs> drop them drop them from number two to number three pick. Right. Just so just so <laughs> Cardinals getting the number one pick. That's they should. Right. Just make them get three. Don't, don't give them two. <laughs> don't give them the second pick. Yeah. Maybe make they pick me the second pick. Exactly. Give them three from us. Just matter of fact, give them four. No, <laughs> no. Make it hurt a little bit. Just a little bit. Be like if we would have won that game. Just let it sting some. <laughs> okay. So with that, with, with, with that situation. Okay. So you know the DJ Moore's back. Now he used to play for the Panthers. Now he played for the Bears. Okay, and then you have a couple of moving parts. Now you got Badgett. Now, what's that situation, man, you feel? It's Justin Fields, because we, we talked about this a, a podcast or two ago, too. Is Justin Fields, is he benched for the rest of the season? Has he took his last snap? I think so. Okay, so we're going with Tyson Badgett. And they're going to keep him in because, of course, they still who, – who you think they're going for? Who you think quarterback they want? Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams. Okay, let's just put it out there. All right, so you got that situation there. So, as far as on the Bears side of the ball, we're going with Badgett. Now, as far as, like, the Panthers and everything. So, I, you know DJ Moore is going to have something to prove. But do do you feel like the Panthers even have a chance tonight to win that? Yeah. we we I think we always have a chance just on – I think we always have a chance because don't get our defense is going is going to be a problem, but they we fight. That's the one thing I can't say about our defense. They even even with all the injuries, they go out there and fight. Okay, because Sam Franklin Jr. came out. He was a special teams guy. He's been starting the safety past couple weeks. He's had decent games. Played big. Finally, letting John, Jamie Robinson, our six round pick this year at safety, come out played. Right. He had a good, he had a decent first game. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's going to be, can we get up? Yeah. Can we get up and let them have to play from behind? Right. Because most of the time, that's what we're doing. We're making Bryce have to throw the ball even more. Mm-hmm. Let's try to get up early. Mm-hmm. And it's a game where I think we can get up early. Mm-hmm. Just, and then just hold them off. Right. Hold them off. We got to get something out of the offense. Right. Scoring 10, 13, 15 points a week ain't going to win you a lot of games. And they need to get some separation out there so he has somebody to throw, throw to because what percentage of it, you know, off the top of your head is think it's just coverage sacks? Oh. Probably, All of them? Probably half. At, <laughs> at least half? At least half, 75. Because I don't want to give them too much coverage sacks. But it is a lot. Like, it's – you can tell because – He's not a guy who wants to hold on to the ball. Right. You can because it's not his game. Yeah. He wants to get it out. Yeah. Where is he throwing the ball to? Right, exactly. So that's why you see a lot of times he's 
going straight to Adam Thielen. Because uh-huh. even with the lack of separation, Adam Thielen's been playing that style his whole life. He has been a safety His bow. whole career. He's mm-hmm. been, I'm not going to separate crazy, mm-hmm. but just give me a chance to catch it. Right. I'm going to come down with it. Mm-hmm. That's all he's had to depend on. Mm-hmm. Other than that game against Houston. Mm-hmm. They, that was the most open I've seen any of our receivers all season. It was a tremble sighting. Find out what you did that game. Mm-hmm. Recreate it. Mm-hmm. Do it again. Well, somebody need to cut off Frank Richards' uh, headset. Yeah. Uh, Just give him one without the batteries in it. Exactly. He won't know. He don't look like he'll check. Hey, listen, so so just just tell me, what you think this score going to be? Bears-Panthers. Thursday night football. 2013 Panthers. Oh, 2013 Panthers. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it. That means the Panthers is going to win, okay? Right. My boy D done told us about it. two for two. Hey, baby, let's make it do what it do. Soon as we come back, we're going to talk about that in-season tournament. And by the way, how did that James Harden trade work out?